welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up guys? Today we're talking about selling on Etsy with a specific focus on five common mistakes that Etsy sellers are making. And I've actually got two bonus mistakes because I called my girlfriend, Marielle, who's an Etsy seller herself, and said, hey, give me some common mistakes that you think people may run into when selling on Etsy. So you actually get seven mistakes in this video. Not only am I going to highlight them for you, but I'm going to show you easy ways to improve on them, okay? Like, I'm not just going to tell you, hey, you're doing this wrong. Fix it. I'm going to say, here is how I would go about improving those processes. Now, my specific favorite one of these is number three. So make sure you stay for number three at a minimum. All right, let's get started. Real quick reminder, I put together some free resources for you all linked in the description. I've got my free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. I've got my free eight-day print-on-demand mini course delivered via email, and I've got a great print-on-demand Facebook community that I'd love to have you in. So all those are linked in the description. So we are talking about selling on Etsy. It is a major e-commerce marketplace with strong year-over-year growth with customers and sellers. And of course, smart sellers follow the customers, so it makes a lot of sense. Now, with regards to Etsy, by the way, if you're not selling on Etsy yet, I'll put a link that you can use to open your shop and you get 40 free listings. Why pay for 40 listings when you can get them for free? All you gotta do is use that link. So I'll put that in the description. But guys, like... If you've been watching my channel lately, you know I've been putting a lot of time and effort behind the scenes into planning my new automated Etsy shop that I'm splitting with my girlfriend because I need somebody to help me with the customer service. When you scale up an Etsy shop and it gets big, you do tend to get a lot of people that reach out. Um, Etsy customers are not shy about communicating with the sellers, so that's one thing that uh, you should definitely plan on when you open your shop. Anyways, we are focusing on five mistakes that we all need to avoid and improve on when selling on Etsy. Now, I'm trying to go through these in sort of a linear way that makes sense, and I'll kind of talk you through my logic as we go. But listing number, or mistake number one, sorry, mistake number one is we need to make sure that we improve our listing titles. Now, Etsy in their help resources tells us the significance of our titles. They say that we need to basically include the most relevant search terms and phrases in our title and basically front load the title with the most important keywords that we would like to rank on. This is true for both Etsy search and Google search because don't forget when we show up in Google search results, when they index our product listings, yeah, the customer is going to see like the beginning of a title. I mean, we've all used Google before, right? The title starts with what our listing title starts with. So if we were to see this listing in Google, the first thing you would see is American Mama shirt. So that's like the main phrase they're trying to rank on. And then it says 4th of July shirt, 4th of July shirts. They spelled it differently, by the way, 4th. And then the next one, they said F-O-U-R-T-H. Then they say patriotic red, white, and blue t-shirt, America women's graphic tee outfit. for. So you see what I'm saying? They're sprinkling in phrases that they think customers that this is a relevant product for will search for. They're also assisting the Etsy algorithm in understanding what this product listing is all about. Keep in mind, guys, like whether it's Etsy, Amazon, eBay, Redbubble, it doesn't matter where we're uploading to. Until we have sales, the algorithm doesn't actually know like what we've uploaded. You could argue that maybe there's some like image AI like recognition, but I don't think that really any of these are using those to try to comprehend what 
what uh, what we're selling, okay? Like, I know AI could probably figure out this is a t-shirt that says American Mama. Like, it definitely can, but I don't think Etsy's using AI. So where do they look? Well, they're gonna look at our title, okay? So this, to me, is an example. And by the way, I don't think it's coincidence. I think this is a pretty well-optimized listing. Etsy ended up putting this listing right in front of me when I went to the homepage after having previously searched for, like, July 4th shirts, okay? So Etsy said, based on your previous searches, check these out. And of all the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of July 4th shirts on Etsy, this was one of the ones that made its way in, like, into the Etsy hand-picked, algorithmically hand-picked shirts. Well, let me guess, you know, not only has it converted well and it's sold by a shop with over 50,000 sales, but they also know what they're doing when it comes to keywords. So take a hint, utilize the title, put phrases that people are searching for that are associated with your listing, assist the algorithm in understanding that. And over time, They'll also start to learn what your listing is about as customers type things into the search bar, click your listing, and purchase it. Now, I'm also going to show you a tool that will assist you with your title and your tags because you may be saying, that's great advice, Ryan, but you said you're going to help us with solving these issues. Well, I've actually got a pretty cool solution for you, but we need to improve both our title and our tags. Now, maybe I could have combined this into one mistake, but the reality is they're two separate sections that us sellers need to address when we're creating a product listing on Etsy. And they're both very similar, right? Like, what are we trying to do with our title? What are we trying to do with our tags? We're trying to help Etsy's uh, search algorithm understand what our listing is before we have sales. You know, obviously when it has sales, that that definitely outranks um, the keywords that we've sprinkled into the listing because sales are like the ultimate confirmation from the customer that spent their money to purchase our product. When it comes to tags, though, Etsy gives us 13 tags per product listing, up to 20 characters, okay? You can't exceed 20 characters, so I know it can be hard to jam in, like, long words or phrases, right? So that's why I recommend putting your phrases in the title, okay? And I think you have, um, what is it, like 140 or 160 characters for the title? I don't remember exactly, but it's 140 or 160. Uh, And then when it comes to your tags, again, 20 characters per tag, 13 tags, now, you can definitely manually like kind of handpick your tags. That's something that I did for a couple thousand listings when I had my very first Etsy print-on-demand shop. Now, today, I'm kind of leaning more on automation, so I'm going to show you a couple different solutions. I'm going to show you one now, and then I'm going to show you one after I talk about mistake number three. But I wanted to share Insight Factory with you. Now, let me show you a tool called Insight Factory that you can use for free right now to access their Etsy keyword tool that'll give us access to relevant phrases we can use in our listings, okay, across any niche. So I'll put a link to it in the description. So when you open up Insight Factory, go ahead and click Etsy keyword tool. Now, it has some default stuff, like I had recently, before I fired up this video, searched for um, fireworks shirt, okay? So what if we just go up here and we type in like fireworks shirt and hit search? Now, you'll notice that right up here at the top it says fireworks shirts in etsy united states market right here we can just click copy best sellers uh best selling tags so we can literally just copy the most prevalent tags um generated by insight factory based on them looking at the top best selling fireworks shirts on etsy and you can just copy paste those okay they're straight from etsy so you already know that it'll give you 13 tags and it'll be 20 characters and you won't have any issues with like them not fitting or anything like that. Uh, You can also maybe find a similar looking listing here, okay? Like a lot of these fireworks shirts are in the same niche, the fireworks director, if I run, you run, we know that's a popular shirt every July 4th. 
you can actually just copy the tags from the best-selling shirts in one click, right? You just click copy tags, and then you've got them on your key your keyboard, and you can just paste them into Etsy and move on to the next um, next section. And just to show you guys here, these are the tags that it copied for me when I clicked copy tags on that bestseller. So when it comes to copying tags, we are literally just copying behind the scenes keywords that are relevant phrases that we want to rank on in search terms. We're not copying designs, okay? We're just copying keywords, okay? I think it's okay. Mistake number three, this is a big, big one. As far as I really think the success or failure of your entire shop could be dictated by your thumbnails. Are your thumbnails good enough? Keep in mind that when Etsy customers perform a keyword search, Etsy shows them, I think last time I counted, it was like 90 products on page one of search results. So let's say that you are, let's say you're running an ad. So if you're running an ad, you're still occupying two spots of 90, two spots. And that's if you're running an ad, if you're not, it's one spot of 90. And that's if you're on page one, but let's assume you are. Okay. You need to convince the customer to click you instead of all your competition on all of page one. So your thumbnails need to be good. Now you can go ahead and like manually create thumbnails. I've done videos on this in the past. There's nothing wrong with that. I did it for thousands of listings in my first Etsy shop. Whatever you need to do to make sure your thumbnails are good enough, please make sure you do it. Like doing custom thumbnails that really highlight the design on your product in a way that somebody at a glance sees it and knows what it is. If it has text, they need to be able to read the text. And remember, customers aren't going to stop and squint and figure it out, right? They're, they're literally going to keep scrolling and scroll right past yours if they don't know what the design says. So make it easy to read. Etsy has a cool feature where when you add your um, images to a listing, you can click adjust thumbnail. There's a button there. And they can actually, like, they allow you to crop your thumbnail. So if you have a really big image, but you only want to zoom in on the, the one part of it, you can do that inside of Etsy. So make sure you take advantage of these things. And I wanted to show you how you can use my designs right now for free because it's still in beta. Okay, I think they're going to go live at some point, guys. So make sure if you don't have a free account, open a free account. I'll put a link at the top of the description because you don't want to miss this one. They have a free mock-up generator built in. Oh, and by the way, it works in bulk. Okay, now I know not everybody needs automation. Most people watching this probably don't need a bulk solution yet. Um, you will when you're trying to really scale. But let me just show you really quickly on my designs how we can create mockups at scale and then download them. And then all you have to do is upload them to your Etsy listings. All right, so I'm assuming you've already used the link in the description to open your free My Designs account. And then all you need to do is go over to the listings tab on the menu and upload some designs. Okay, now I've uploaded six demo designs that I've actually used in a previous video of these black cats. And I'm gonna show you how we can create mock-ups with these black cats on them very quickly, okay? All we need to do is number one, where we have this selection uh, in the top left corner, I'm gonna go ahead and say select all, okay? Now, if you've uploaded more than 24 listings, you actually just wanna hit select current page because it can only do 24 at a time right now. And then go to more actions and then click mock-ups. Now, what I'm going to do, and you can see it has some default mockups here, like wall art is the default, but you can actually search. So I'm going to type in shirt, okay? So I'm going to sell some cat shirts. Why not? Uh, and then what I'm going to do is go ahead and just click one of these um, templates that they've got built out. So I'll click the very first one. And I'm going to go, it says write image to slot. I'm going to go to mockup one, okay? So it's going to write these to the first slot. And then I'm going to hit generate preview. Now, what's cool is you can actually change the color. You can put a color code right here. 
and it'll change the color of the shirt for you, but it actually defaults to white. And since I've got black graphics, as you can see behind me here, uh, I'm just going to use a white shirt. Okay, so this is perfect. Look at that. This this thumbnail is definitely much better than if you're just using like default Printful mockup or default Printify mockup that have like white backgrounds that are super simplistic. Um, they don't look good. Like definitely just go a little bit extra, put in a little bit of extra effort you'll be rewarded for it over time. Um, for instance, let's just check out one more different one, okay? So I'm going to switch it to this uh, folded t-shirt preview. All right, how about that? It also loaded extremely quickly. So I'm going to go ahead and behind me here, if I hide myself really quickly, in the bottom right corner, it says create mockups. I'm going to click create mockups. You'll also see on the right-hand side that it is queued up underneath the active jobs. And just like that, all six of them are uh, finished okay so here we go i can go ahead and click like mock-up one and i can see that it's created these mock-ups for all of my products that quickly okay and then here's the last step guys we still have all six of them selected uh but here's the thing if you generate mock-ups for let's say 100 different designs and remember how i said you can do the mock-ups 24 at a time well if you have all 100 mock-ups created you can then go to the top left and click select all and instead of selecting 24 at a time you can select all 100 Okay, just so you know, and then go to more actions and click download as zip and then um, switch from the primary file slot. Go to mockup one thumbnail. Okay, well, I mean, mine says thumbnail because I created a template that where I labeled it thumbnail, but just go to that mockup one slot where you had it right. The um, those mockups that you created and then click download as zip and check it out. I've got all of the mockups right here. So, I mean, these look great. And these would look really great on Etsy. And again, you can use the adjust thumbnail button and zoom in and crop it however you want. Mistake number four is you need to incentivize customers to convert. Okay, now this can be, and this is very broad, but Etsy does put a lot of tools at our disposal that are very easy to use. For instance, you can run a sale. Okay, just go to your shop manager, go to marketing, and then go to sales and literally click the run a sales button. When you run a sale, customers that have like favorited your products receive an alert. Hey, this product's on sale. Also, when you are in search results and when they click your listing, it says on sale, you know, X percent off. Sale ends in and then it has a timer. And the timer only shows up, I believe, if your sale is going to end in like the next 30 hours or less. But there's nothing stopping you from running a sale every day. You can even use the end sale early button every day and then just restart the sale. Okay, this, these are things that the top shops do. So it's just a question of like, how serious are you about competing with the top shop and becoming, you know, joining the ranks of a top shop? Um, there's more you can do, but like, that's just a quick, easy example. Incentivize them to convert instead of just, oh, I'm gonna favorite or I'm gonna add to cart, but I'll come back later. No, make them, make them check out right now because a lot of people never come back. Mistake number five brought to you by uh, Marielle. Respond within 24 hours when you get uh, questions from customers, number one, uh, I believe like Etsy, you know, the uh, service level agreement, like the standard response time is supposed to be about 24 hours. I know it is on Amazon as well. So for good customer service and to lock in potential conversions, you do want to be very active when customers reach out to you. Etsy will email you, but also I do recommend like as a best practice in your web browser, just default a tab to Etsy. So that every time you open your web browser, you've got a tab open to Etsy. And then when you click your Etsy tab, you know, they have a little like notification counter on your shop manager icon. So just pay attention to that. Bonus mistake uh, six and seven. So Marielle said bonus mistake uh, number six is don't piss off your customers. Uh, as she learned the hard way, she was selling an anti-Justin Trudeau hat, 
which I mean, honestly, I designed. I mean, I just sent her the hat because it was selling really well. Um, anyways, it was an anti-Justin Trudeau hat. By the way, we don't actually care, right? We sell to the people who love Justin Trudeau. We sell to the people who hate Justin Trudeau. We sell to everybody because we just want to make money, okay? But the anti-Justin Trudeau hat really pissed off a Canadian lady enough that she reported it to Etsy and then Etsy thought it, the necessary response was to ban all of Marielle's shops, which she had three. One of one was print on demand. The other two were like her actual businesses. So, it, I mean, it really sucks. But um, yeah, so anything that's a little too edgy, you may want to err on the side of caution as we learned um, the hard way, or as she learned. It really wasn't me. It was her. Uh, mistake number seven is understanding your margins. And this is a bonus mistake, but this is one that must be reiterated. Make sure you understand how much money you're making per sale. Understand that Etsy takes fees every time you make a sale on their platform. They take a referral fee. They take a processing fee. They charge you a 20 cent renewal fee. So Etsy's taking money out. Okay. And then if you're doing print on demand, don't forget you have to pay your production partner to actually produce the product and fulfill the order and ship it. So make sure you've done the math and you understand your margins. And if you're running ads, again, you need to factor those in as well. All right, guys, that's it for this video. Let me know if you enjoyed it, if you had feedback, if I missed anything, if you want a request for a future video. I'm, I'm thinking about doing a another like hour-long, in-depth Etsy print-on-demand tutorial for 2022+, plus because I got such a great response in 2020 when I did the first one. That was weird. My webcam shut off in the middle of recording. But hey, if there's enough interest in me doing that video again for 2022, I will strongly consider it, because it does take quite a long time to record an hour-long video, so please let me know. Also, as I sign off, just wanted to remind you, I have a full print-on-demand course. You can find the link in the description, the Etsy modules included, but also there's modules for Amazon, eBay, design, niche research, automation, uh, much, much more. I mean, honestly, it's, it's uh, the best print-on-demand course out there so check that out thank you so much guys for watching please hit the like and subscribe button if you haven't already and i will see you tomorrow with a new video mm -hmm.